Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Horror. I'm Lee. I am Adam. <laughs> I'm Jennifer. Uh, and we are here in the month of October, in the run-up to Halloween, doing what we did last year, which is defying convention and deciding that at the time of year that everybody else is talking about Halloween, we are going to do something non-horror. Well, vaguely Slightly. horror, but pretty mm. non-horror. I would, I would argue, I would argue that there was probably quite a lot of people who like their horror, who like their sci-fi, who like this. I totally agree. And I think we've said it. I've said it before on the show, but I've, I still stand by the, the the Buffy the Vampire thing, of all the supernatural creatures staying on Halloween because it's got far too commercial. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's what we're doing then. Absolutely. Far too commercial. That and, that and lack of planning helps as well, yeah. I find. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we will be covering uh, our main topic this evening will be Invader Zim, uh, mainly the Enter the Floppers movie, which we have all just rewatched, but also um, Invader Zim in all of its incarnations, really. In, in general. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so before we do that, as always, we do. Adam, what have you been watching? Um, I've I'm trying to think. I don't think I've had anything particularly horror. I'm still um, still working my way through um, uh, American Horror Story 1984, ah. um, which um, still is it's still good. But but already you're getting to that point of which is quite nice. Is you're already getting to the point of right that's fucked up why okay. as in not it, they haven't just as I suspected because you can't just do a, there's no way you can do a slasher movie no, no, for, a, for a yeah. 12 week show or whatever like that um, so yeah they've just there's now already sort of bit but interestingly enough it's stuff that goes into conventions of slasher movies the only thing I'm kind of hoping is that they're not heading down I've got this terrible feeling at the back of my mind that they might be heading down a cabin in the woods direction, Ooh. possibly. Oh, only in so much mm. as it's, are they going to explain certain slasher tropes, tropes and things like mm. that? But I don't know. I don't have much evidence for that. I'm only on like episode... I started episode three, and then it was like, yeah, at that point it was... Uh, well, Ted was awake, so it was like, probably best not to be watching this now. Mm. Yeah. Um, we're getting to the point where at least it would sit in the back of his mind as trauma. Um, so, yeah, so yeah, I thought... Good, good psychologist will find that in a few years. Yeah, you know, so, exactly. You know, I don't, don't want to be... I don't want them sort no. of, like, confusing reality mm. with... Um, yeah. Horror sort of like, oh, well, if you, oh, no, <laughs> I saw I saw three people gutted in the woods. No, you fucking didn't. <laughs> you watched it on FX, same as we all did. <laughs> but um, and that, at that point, you sound bad anyway. Yes. So, but um, yeah. So I'm only sort of mm -hmm. like in the third episode, but I think there's, but there's, there, for example, in the very first episode, there was the thing of someone finds a body, and then they go back, the body's not there, mm -hmm. which is classic okay. slasher movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But within the bounds of this, there seems to be a, a, another reason other than the killer is very clever and can move a body and clear up all the blood mm, very quickly right, without any problem without anyone noticing anything. might be supernatural okay. yeah you some, know so yeah. it's sort of like so you assume that they're smart enough that they would kind of exactly loads of loads of layers to it Red rather than, maybe yeah. to well you know, I, like i say i'm still kind of hoping that maybe and it again probably because let's face it the reason they're doing 1984 is because of Stranger Things Yeah. so I'm hoping that there's going to be some sort of sci-fi element to it because a lot of 80s horror does border across mm, yeah, that yeah. sort of nature 
Um, the only other thing that I have watched is I have seen the new Joker. Oh, okay. Um, which good? it is good. It's I can see what's happened basically as I know why it's getting a it's getting a lot of good reviews. It's getting a lot of bad reviews. Mm. I think the bad reviews are basically the people who didn't want to see a comic movie anyway. Mm. So there's kind of like, oh, well, you know, it's, it's a comic movie, so why have they done this and why have they made it serious and yeah. everything else like that? And also I think there's a few comics fans who are a bit like, well, this is a bit, this is a bit too, a bit dark, yeah, yeah, this is a bit too serious mm. and a bit too full on, you know, it's just, it's just a comic thing. But in general, I thought it was really good. It is, it is very, um, uh, what's it called? Um, it's basically if you've seen Taxi Driver and you've seen King of Comedy, that's the Joker movie. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So it's good in that sense. Yeah. Um, but I think that yeah, it's got a very sort of um, like the uh, Whacking Phoenix is just brilliant in it. Yeah. Um, as w you would expect. Uh, thingies uh, Francis Conroy's in it. You know who's the um, the Old, older actress from Six Feet Under and uh, American Horror yes, Story. Yes, uh, she's in it as his mother. Um, See, now she, everything she does is amazing. I've never yeah. seen her in anything where she's been mediocre. She's, exactly. She's in, uh, the amount of times she's stolen American Horror Story for. Oh me yeah. Is, uh, well, that, funnily enough, I know I was, I know I was using the show a little while back, saying that. Uh, using it as a platform to make my complaint about the rise of astrology. Yes. I saw some meme come up where it was like, um, and it was just sort of 12 pictures, and it was who your star sign versus the thing. And Aquarius was Myrtle Snow. And I was like, <laughs> I'll take that. I yeah. think this is all bunkum, but I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm quite happy with that. Um, but yeah, so she's she's really great in it but there's a lot and shockingly enough there was a, a guy in it who I was like I I really know you I really know you and I can't think and he was uh, the Yellow King from True Detective oh, who I've genuinely I don't think seen in anything since True Detective but he was no I don't think I have either so he was uh, yeah he's in it but I mean across the board it's actually it's a weirdly small cast um I kind of picked up early one of the sort of twists of it that there's parts of it that are his fantasy life. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a bit early on where it's so clear that it's sort of a delusion. Yeah. And then they, they frame it sort of back that it's like, oh, you know, it comes back into the frame and it's like, oh, right, so, yeah, that was just a fantasy he was having that just then. Yeah. But there's other bits that only become clear as fantasy towards the end, almost a bit like Fight Club. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, in that sort of so yeah, there's a lot of. But I mean, I would say I would say it's worth a watch. I think. I genuinely think a load a load of people are saying sort of like, oh well, I don't know how it squares up in the continuity and everything, and I don't think that was the point they did it. I don't think it had to like no like we've never had his backstory. Yeah. in film ever I don't think so there's not really been one in the comics they've sort of shifted around I mean it's like in The Killing Joke they give him a backstory mm. but it's all sort of it's very nebulous and vague and apparently at some point in the actual comics there's like three different Jokers God. Mm. Like, but again there's a thing that and I think this is really what DC should sort of say they're doing rather than do because they are failing miserably to do a Marvel style universe yeah but what they have said is they said this is like when they do the standalone comics hmm. where it'll be like a one shot or something where it's like 
yeah, this is part of the universe, but it's not part not of our continuity. Yeah, just doing standalone. And I think they'll do better for it, to be honest. Mm. And actually, the one thing I did like about it was the lack of sort of Easter eggs and things like that. I don't, mm. There wasn't much in there, that even to the point where there's a character in it who's clearly Alfred, mm. yeah, because he's the Wayne's Butler and he's English. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But no they don't make a big thing no. about it. It's not like yeah. Bruce Wayne as a kid going, oh, Alfred, who was that man? Or whatever. Mm. They don't even have to mention it, but it's like, if you're in the know, you know, you know, know that's who that is. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's not got that sort of ridiculous, like... Trying to shove everything yeah, together. Sort of like, oh, and, look, and there's the Riddler, yeah. and there's the penguin <laughs> as a child, and there's... <laughs> oh, look, he's looking at the penguins. He's yeah, at the zoo. Oh, this. he's fallen in. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, oh, oh it's all right. The penguins are saving him. Yeah. I wonder if that will lead to yes. psychological mm. scarring in a criminal way. Well, they did it in... Uh, what was the last Avengers one that we saw? Um, was it Endgame? Endgame. Endgame's mm. the last where one. You, where um, he went back where... Iron Man went back and met his father and then the driver oh, was Jarvis. Yes. Yeah. Like and his oh, name was right. Jarvis and they had the voice and stuff. So, have you not seen Endgame? I've not seen Endgame, but I've not <laughs> oh, seen I've not, I've not seen the Sorry. other one. I've not seen Thingy, yeah. Oh, okay. I've not seen Infinity War, yeah. Oh well. So the last one last one I saw happily was, ever after. Yeah. Last one I saw was um James Spader as a robot. So <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah, you need. To, they, they really I, I do want to watch them and, and sort of catch up, but it's not sort of. I, I, it's not something I pursued and then sort of like it's gone on now that it's like. Yeah. Oh well, there's no point in me going to see an Endgame because I hadn't seen Infinity War no. and so yeah. on and so forth. It's like same thing with the X Men films. I sort of I've lost track to the point that I would like to watch them all, but I, I, I feel I will respect the movies by watching them in order and mm. not just yes. not just rocking up into like. Thor three and go. No, so what's happening? No, yeah, who's happening? That's you what you should do. You should go to the cinema and ask whoever you're with the entire way through the fucking movie. What's happening here? What's happening? What, does why does that, that happen? Yeah. Well, it's him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lee loves that. I, I try and do that deliberately now, don't I? She does all the time. I also think, uh, just as a side note, me and your brother, mm. probably the only people who giggled at most of the Joker. Uh, oh, really? Because it's a very serious film, but there's a couple of sick bits in it that we were quite. <laughs> we had a chuckle. It's like, you know, not too much of a spoiler alert, but there's at least three people in the film who are fucking asking for it. <laughs> so fuck them. Yeah, um, no, I, but I agree. but yeah, there's um, yeah me, yeah me and Dean were sort of a bit too chuckly at points where people were clearly like, oh, what's wrong with you? <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing. We just see the we see the brighter side of things. Yeah. So, nice. I think that's the best way of summing it up is the Joker is a film with very few actual jokes. Yeah. Ah. So, but then so is the Joker really effectively. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent, mm-hmm. Lady Jennifer. Yes. What have you been you slash we been watching? Well, yes, that we. Like so most recently, uh, Good Omens. Yes, we did. The, we uh, the whole series. Of the Amazon series. Yeah. Um, very good. I've read the book, which is superb, as all of. Uh, Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett are really all of their books, yeah, separately and together. Um, yeah, really well done. Um, I wonder if because I've read the book, I could you know add a lot of stuff into it. But of mm. course, you were coming at it from a point of view of not knowing the story. Yeah, no. And you were saying it still works. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of the jokes in it. I mean, it's just that humour, isn't it? That's just superb. Um, actors very good. David Tennant, Michael Sheen, really. 
just embodied cast, didn't they those characters yeah. brilliantly it's nice to see Michael Sheen not playing a real person or a werewolf which are, two, <laughs> which are his two main oh, really? sort of areas of expertise <laughs> Yes, yes. So well, this was he was not a real person or a werewolf. That's mm. true. Yeah, yeah. There we go. And he did but do an a angel, really good yeah. job. I thought he mm. was uh, yeah really well cast in it. Yeah, it's very good. I think again six episodes wasn't there, so just enough that it was you know they could go into the depth that the book goes into without you getting bored and uh, yeah. But yeah, it's really just good. so Terry Pratchett, isn't it? Mm. It's um, yeah the M twenty five being built around a magical demonic shape yeah. so that it basically something to do with you know that's why it's so hideous basically the m25 because the, exactly yeah. exactly it's yeah. just hilarious it's like why has no one else thought of that you know it's just a brilliant observation there's a really good there's there's a guy called ian sinclair who does like a sort of psycho geography mm. books oh, and right. stuff like that didn't know that's a thing and he did a walk uh, he essentially walked the m25 right for a year wow and sort of and it was like it's a really fascinating book because it's mm. like it basically takes you. I mean, essentially, you can go anywhere mm. and just you'll find there's murders or there's oh, things course, and yeah. stuff like that. But he does the sort of route around the M25 and links it all together, where it's like you've got, you know, there's the parts of it where it's related be- between sort of various mur- you know, yeah, murders, okay. happenings. Um, so it the, could be true that it is just linking a lot yeah, of events sort of, then. Yeah, yeah it just it's a lovely, uh, yeah. it's a really good, um, it's a really good book actually called. Mm. I think it's just called Orbital. Or oh, Orbit. We could have a look for but that. Yeah, that's that's that, that is definitely worth a read because it does have that same sort of thing of it sort of takes um, history and place as a form of magical working. So it's mm. nice. Of, um, and also the the fact that the M twenty five. E, what did become known as the criminal superhighway ah, because it made life so easier. much easier for people to go and rob yeah. the outskirts and of London then, and get back go. in yeah. very yeah. quickly. Yeah. Well, so. <laughs> not that quickly though, ironically. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why they deliberately slowed it down and made there be traffic jams yeah. to stop the criminals. I think that could be a plan. Anyway, so that was very good. Um, other thing we watched a little while ago was Mad Monster Party. We certainly Now did. that, 1967, which yes. is kind of amazing that it was from then. Um, animation. Uh, is it American? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Is that the... That's the... Um, uh, oh, Boris, Boris Karloff narrated yes. one, sorry. I was going through... Every, there's too many Bs. <laughs> no, Bella, 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 Bella. <laughs> Yeah, no, very good. Um, yeah, I mean, interesting, the sort of the story behind it, quite straightforward, I suppose, but um, this non-monstery, normal guy who's a little bit of an idiot, uh, turns out he's going to inherit the the kind of monsters and become the, what do you call it, not quite the owner, but the So he's going to leader. become the head of the That's monster right, head of the monsters. Party, uh, because... Um, Frankenstein, Dr. Frankenstein is stepping down and giving all of his knowledge over mm-hmm. to his nephew, who is uh, a norm, really. Oh, yeah, and knows right, nothing okay. about any of this, so he gets introduced to the whole world of werewolves, <coughs> vampires, and the rest of it. But of and course, they all want to overthrow him because they don't think a normal person should, yeah. should take uh, over. Yeah. So, uh, hilarity ensues, yes. Do, do they follow, a, uh, do they go for a monster, uh, monster club logic? Where it's like man has killed more things than any of us combined. I, I think there is a line in it. That, that, yeah, <laughs> that is like that. Oh no, humans—they're the worst monsters of all. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Yes. Um, but uh, 
yeah because yeah. you bought me for my birthday didn't mm. you? you bought so they did um they released because it's uh, like there's a lot of musical numbers and mm. stuff in it some are great some are awful oh, majoritively they're good yes there's <laughs> one of them that's terrible but generally mm. they're all good um so they did a release of it this year or last year on a like a gatefold vinyl yeah. Oh yes, um, yeah. And they made it look like an original sixties release, despite the fact it was never originally yeah. released. It was the first one. Um, yeah, and I got it for my birthday and, and listened to it twice through last weekend. Mm. While I was like, we need to watch this again because Jennifer had seen it. So. Yeah, very sort of sixties. I don't know. Is it? Yeah, I suppose it is. It's that sort. Yeah, of it is very sixties. Plinky, plonky. Yeah. Yeah, lots of. Um, xylophone and yes, that type yeah. of oh nice okay. yeah yeah very good yeah definitely worth a watch yeah. um probably child friendly i would say i mean it's yes meant it is to be child, child friendly yeah, yeah definitely yeah. uh yeah nothing horrific in there at all really yeah very good um yeah i think that's it really and the other thing that i've started to read is the agatha christie book the last seance oh yes uh, that's just been kind of i think re-released so it's a collection of a lot of her stories that have obviously been published elsewhere but then have been kind of grouped together with all the sort of ones that are slightly uh, supernatural. Oh, nice, yeah. So I'm hoping there's a few in there I haven't read before. And then there's some that have got, I think, Miss Marple and Poirot in. But, uh, yeah, I thought that was a good Halloween read, so should be enjoying that. Definitely. Uh, I shall use that as a jumping-off point Into. for my, mm. uh, what I've been doing. Because I, believe it or not, I'm glad you're all sitting down, I have, I, I know we've discussed many times on the show about... Um, a reading horror and we were talking about possibly doing a you've been a, reading a book a book uh episode yeah i think it was joseph possibly who i think it might have been actually yeah um so but but former uh, former guest on the show adam laws oh yes messaged me about a year ago and said to me have you read any of sid moore's strange magic books oh right, uh, okay. which i hadn't mm-hmm. um so they are based in Essex. Just like to say, I read this two years ago when Lee actually bought the book. Yeah, she read it. <laughs> um, but it, uh, I, I, so I started reading it uh, because I couldn't a, sleep. Upon a shut your mouth. I'm and now in in literally about a week and a half. Yeah, I'm three quarters. I'm three quarters of the way. Through. I'm going to slap <laughs> you with this glass. I'm three quarters of the way through. Um, yeah, which for me is unheard of for me to actually mm, stick with a book, a book for that long. Yes. I've probably read fifty books in my entire life, which is embarrassing. But this and book, three of those were uh, the same book, you know. <laughs> well, okay, but yeah, so so this so this book has really grabbed me to the point where I can't wait to finish it and get onto the rest of the series. Mm. Oh, nice! And um, it's set. Have you got to St Otis yet? So that's where the book starts. Yes, yeah, that's, so that's like chapter the place four. where Sharon lives, just nearby oh, in yeah. Colchester, mm-hmm. um, and that is where. Oh, they don't care. No, no, I should say it's where one of the witches <laughs> is, which is true. So it's got some real history in I, there. Oh, no, Sharon was on the show before, so it oh, is like... Yeah. Yeah. Former okay, guest Sharon. Yes, exactly. Former guest Sharon. Yeah. yeah, not just some random Sharon that lives down the road. I was like, don't just start gossiping in the middle of the <laughs> no, podcast. just trying to make it relevant and link um, it in and... Yes, so real so, history, so, but turned into... Um, and the museum in it. Have you got to the um, museum in... Yes, the Boss yes. Castle one yet. Yes, yes. Right, so I've been there many years ago when I was at university. We took a little trip down to Cornwall and went to the Witches Museum there. <coughs> um, so the um, so the story <coughs> is that a woman has just inherited a Essex Witch Museum from her grandfather who has passed, who she didn't really know, um, and has turned up there ultimately to have a quick recce and basically sell it. Um, but some somebody turns up there and says we really need help 
to find this important artifact and she and the guy who runs the museum have gone off on a um, like a mission to try and find it and they're chasing it all around the country and as Jennifer mentioned yeah they've gone to Boscastle and yeah and it's absolutely brilliant I really oh, cool. really enjoy it it's alright and who's the author again? Uh, Sid Moore her name is I think uh, there's a whole set of them aren't there yeah so, that, so there's four I believe mm. of the Essex Witch Museum series and then there's other stuff as well I think she's done a Christmas book I saw somewhere um, so I might be digging that up as well um, but yeah so go and check out uh, Strange Magic is the first one of the series uh, and it's really good I don't read and I'm reading it so right so in the run-up also to Halloween I've started my Halloween watching um, so Night of the Demons I started last night oh, so obviously that, yeah. can't go without watching Night of the Demons every year at Halloween um, but we've covered that as an episode, so I won't yeah. go too far into that. Which number episode? You could direct people back to it. No idea. Round about 37. Oh, okay, there we go, yeah. Let's find I out. Could, I could be way off, but I think... <laughs> somewhere near 37 in the region yeah. of plus or minus 30. <laughs> is, it, is it somewhere near 37? It turns out to be 48, and it's like, oh yeah, no, sorry, I was shaving off my usual age allowance. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I started watching that. Uh, also, similarly titled, I watched Night of the Creeps. Oh, yes, which they covered on Not For Everyone. They did. Very which, recently, didn't like, they? It's one of those things I keep saying I was going to rewatch uh, episode 40. Oh, so um, I kept saying I was going to rewatch Night of the Creeps because I watched it when Arrow, I think, released it yeah. about six, seven years ago. And I'd never seen it before, and I haven't watched it again since, so I decided to give that a go. Um, yeah, really liked it. Tom Atkins, obviously, being Tom Atkins as he is, fantastic. Um, did you, you, I don't, you didn't happen to notice where he had his handkerchief, did you? I did not. No, right, I didn't, okay. actually. I know no. we mentioned that previously. Because, obviously, in Halloween 3, we were trying to decode where his... Um, oh, does it mean something? His, his, sex, his sex code uh, uh, okay. from his back pocket. Isn't that just you wear an earring in one ear or the other ear and it denotes your... Uh, I think no, I think that's just uh, classic English bullying. Uh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's just what we shared around at school. Yeah, that was always, oh, oh, no, you've had the gay ear done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's that. Have you ever seen... There's a brilliant comedian called... Um, Steve Hughes is Australian bloke, mm. metaler, look like and and looks it. Right, you know, yeah. he just comes on in like cut off band t-shirts, loads of hair, big beard, mm. and uh, yeah, he he had an earring, and he said that uh, when he first came over, someone said, "Oh, you've had the uh, that ear you've got, that, mm. you've got the wrong ear pierced because that over here that means you're gay." And he's like, "Really? Oh, where I come from, it's when you fuck a man up the ass." <laughs> <laughs> That's a good nice. answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he um, is definitely worth checking out. Actually, Steve Hughes, but yeah, I think he's one of those people I've seen bits of, but I've never seen like a full. Which bits? Like, no, <laughs> no. Like, I, I think I've seen him on um, oh. Live at the Apollo and stuff, mm. where they just get like a five-minute window. But I've never mm. seen a lot. But I'll definitely check him out. Yeah, no, he's. he's I've I've only seen sort of like dribs and drabs, but he is. Yeah, mm. no, he's genuine, genuinely great. Of, of metal comedians, of which I know two. Yes. Uh, both <laughs> Him of whom and are great. O'Neill. Yeah, they're both great. <laughs> so, yeah. Excellent. Right. Um, Funnily enough, I introduced, that's something I have watched recently, and mm. uh, introduced Claire to. Um, I've I bought um, uh, History of Heavy Metal on DVD. Oh, right. Yeah. 
right. Oh, oh I that was released. released. Yeah. 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 No, I remember it being advertised. And, and then um, it. yeah, we watched that, and yeah. uh, she re- she really enjoyed it. Yeah, um, I've now lent it to her dad because her dad's basically nice. seen the majority of the bands that are mentioned in it Brilliant. anyway. Yeah, so he'll, um, get so he'll yeah, nice. as, as indeed will her mum because she's mm. had to live with him for <laughs> fifty odd years, and it's sort of, yeah. yeah nice. So, um, but yeah, no, that's really great. The interesting thing was is obviously when we first saw it, it was like kind of the. I think it was like the very first sort of innings of it Mm. and it's interesting to see there's certain bits where it's like he's obviously refined them and evolved them Mm. and everything and the joke about can I play with the other band from London (laughs) Um, with um, Iron Maiden yeah that is a lot shorter than when we saw him he went to like Stuart Lee lengths of how long can I keep saying he, he realized yeah, yeah. <laughs> he obviously someone obviously said to him yeah i think that that can probably cut down to at least 10 seconds not the full minute <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah that's really good and the um the good thing is as well is the production's really great on yeah, it as well nice. so the band sound brilliant but also you can hear him where was and, it filmed? Um, it's at the Underworld oh right yeah oh, um, nice. and again and again it's one of those things where you watch it and you're going why does why does the underworld look enormous on film? Uh, yeah, wide fish yeah, eye lens tiny. or whatever it is. And wide, yeah, yeah. much like mm. actually much like Dib's head. Yes. <laughs> why is his head so big? Um, why? <laughs> so following the episode that you did a couple of months ago when I was away. Oh yes. I went back and watched all of Don't Hug Me. I'm scared. Oh yeah. To end. We convinced you, didn't we? Yes. And? I was less angry about it this time, but still mm. didn't enjoy it in any way, shape, or particularly. I didn't enjoy it, but bits of it still kept... Freaked you out a bit? No, no, it didn't, no, no, it oh, didn't okay. freak me yeah. out initially. I was just like, this is just horrible. Um, but, yeah, uh, some of the songs stuck in my head. Oh, they do, man. Uh, the computer guy. Yeah. Um, the, uh, yeah, green is not a creative colour is in there now. <laughs> yeah. part of my repertoire. Oh, the, com- the computer guy, the <laughs> bloody... Oh, look, a pie chart digital style. <laughs> be a digital dance in a digital... Ah! It's... And, and the curious thing is, is, like I say, it's just as a, uh, as a parent, yeah, in the night garden now... It's pretty much that. I could happily never, ever, ever ever see another episode of that shit ever again mm. <laughs> i used to sort of quite enjoy it in a sort of like hey they were probably all stoned when they made this <laughs> weren't they <laughs> and now it's just now like yeah it's now just whoever find the creators kill them kill their families burn their village because mm. yeah no <laughs> no mate <laughs> uh and finally i Oh, well, we have watched all of the new Twilight Zone series. Oh, the yes. Jordan Peele's mm. one. Is he presenting them? Yes. Right, he's okay. doing the he's Rod, doing the Rod Serling. Ah. Which, um, yeah, which which he's, he's really good at, actually. Um, and I enjoyed all of the episodes bar the last one, um, which unfortunately he is... It. So it's basically, it's a... The thing that happens... Happens on the set. Is it, of is it the, meta? Yeah, is that what it meta is totally. Means? Yeah. Oh right. Um, okay. yeah, but it completely didn't work, which is really it, unfortunate. It really should. Like, it's a very clever idea. But that, that, it's yeah. a shame because it's one of those things mm. where, when it's done well, it works. It's really brilliantly. well, Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, much like um, 
uh, much like when Inside Number Nine did their live episode and then it broke down and everything. Yes, like that, that yeah. worked. They, didn't it? That was, they knew their yes, shit. They yeah, knew what they yeah. were doing. And yeah. And I think this is the kind of thing doing a meta episode <coughs> would have been good if they'd done it in season three or season. But doing it at the yeah. end of season one, it just felt too a little early. bit too. Mm. So. Funnily um, enough, there was a th- similar thing happening. It's a totally off piece, but it's just something that I want to put out there. Hmm. It happened with Torchwood in the spin off of Doctor hmm. Who. They had an episode, and it was like episode five, where it was like they went to sort out cattle mutilations that were occurring mm-hmm. on humans. Hmm. Turned out it was just a load of murderers. Okay. And it was like, that's good, but mm. save that for like series Later two or three. Yeah, yeah. When we're because, into this yeah. And then it's a change rather yeah, than. Yeah, rather than sort of, yeah, yeah, just dump it in at episode five, where it's like, you've not even built up a. You've not built up a reputation of you go and solve mysteries, really, yet. I'm yeah. just looking at. So I didn't realise. So Jason Priestley of. 90210. Oh, blimey. Blimey, yes. yeah. Didn't, in, I didn't uh, even recognise him. Seth Rogen's in it. I recognised him. Peele is an actor in it. The, I didn't know who he was. The oh, main. She had no idea. Uh, the main <laughs> character <laughs> in it is Zazzy Beats, who, of course, was in um, Deadpool 2. Yeah, she's in Joker as well. Oh, uh, yes, oh yeah, she yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, and she, uh, she was one of my favourite characters in Deadpool 2 as Domino. She was absolutely yeah. brilliant. She's a great actress. Mm. She is, and yeah. she was really good in this. Um, yeah, I don't the, think it's the actors. At all. I think it, that all worked really well, but perhaps the story itself. Yeah, the was story a bit, wasn't great. Yeah. I, I, for some reason, I've got it in my head. Are they doing remakes? Of old Twilight Zone episodes oh, as well, or oh yes, because right. they re- the, but they make them twist. very differently. Yeah, yeah. I so thought the, what's the, the uh, one on the wing? Thirty thousand feet. Oh yeah, 30, uh, terror. terror. That's it. Thirty thousand yes. feet. Or that was really clever because it was different. yeah entirely different. But they put in like at the end this. Um, toy gremlin washes up on the beach. Oh right, so they've okay. got all those yeah. sort of Wouldn't hints be, to it. Please tell me what, what it is. Is it's mm. uh, it's Gremlins Flight One Hundred Eight out of Boston. And there's all gremlins sat on the plane, and then one of them looks <laughs> yeah. out, and William Shatner's on the wing ripping the fucking engine out. Now Please tell me great. that's what the thing would have that's been. That's something you need to make and get on YouTube. You and know. Sh- and you know what? Shatner would do it. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I reckon yeah. big him up, buy him a pint, he'll yeah. be in. There you go. Get um, some gremlins. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> did a lot of tying stuff as well, mm. which, yeah. I really, which I spotted at the beginning, but not so much later on. So I want to go back and rewatch it. So one of the early episodes, there's a famous comedian. And then on the Terror at 30,000 Feet episode, he's in, at the airport in like a, a shop and oh, right. there's a magazine, people isn't it? magazine and mm. he's the front cover on it. Oh, that's cool. Um, and the flight is 10.15 and then 10.15 is an on. important point. Yeah. Oh, so, so there's sort a of number the plate on the next Between the episodes, yeah. yeah. Um, which is quite fun to look out for. It's yeah. quite, I mean, I like I like it when they do it with Black Mirror as well, yeah. which yeah. they increasingly mm. sort of have done with Black Mirror. Well, I suppose it's increasingly because you've done more you episodes. More of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're linking it back yeah. to just that one episode. Yeah. And it gets a bit tedious. Did you spot yeah. the Easter eggs in yeah. episode one? What? <laughs> How? <laughs> it's all an Easter egg. That's all I know. <laughs> Everything that's mentioned in episode one is an Easter egg, <laughs> technically. Um. Yeah, so I think that's it with the exception of non-horror, but just very quickly, I'll get it out there for anybody who has never seen it. Uh, 20 years last weekend uh, was the 20-year anniversary of the release of Space. <gasps> oh, my yes, God, yeah. yes. So and we, we rewatched it we all. both oh, seasons in like a it weekend. It is still, I mean, it's probably because we're the right generation for it, but it still worked perfectly. 
but whether younger people obviously would a lot of the references you would get like Star Wars and things yeah. but obviously that time when it was filmed is sort of our age if yeah. that makes sense I think also because the weird thing is is he, that you there's I know um, I remember seeing an interview with Mark Gatiss mm. saying how glad he was that he was in a Matrix spoof before yes. the sequels came out yeah and then he was yeah. like and then the Matrix became <laughs> shit rather than he did him. it when it was cool was <laughs> but, like, yeah I think yeah. that was his sort of take on it but I think also e- equally again it's that thing of you know, going. I mean, obviously, there's certain things. I mean, everyone's done the Shining twins yeah, long yeah, before yeah, that. Yeah, of course, but yeah. still, yeah, mm. I think there's a lot of stuff that's first there. Mm. And I wonder now, if someone coming to it cold would just be like, "Oh, well, they're just doing done. that. They're yeah, doing the zombie jokes." That yeah. It's like, yeah, they fucking. Like they did it. Yes. Yeah. If it's between Resident Evil and Spaced, that is why zombies came back. Yeah. yeah. That's the the entire reason. Even Shaun of the Dead. Like, yeah. Just and and that's the thing. Like I, I know a lot of people have seen obviously that and Hot Fuzz and stuff, but didn't realise the work that Nick Frost and Sh- uh, Simon Pegg and Edgar, Edgar Wright had yeah. done previously. Um, yeah. So anyone who likes those films, anyone who's this sort of age, spaced, if you're what thirty-five to forty-five. Mm. Yeah, probably even a bit older. Probably not. I don't know. I don't know how it would translate younger. To no. be honest. No, well, hey, know. people out there, if you're younger than that age range or older than that age range, go watch Spaced. Tell us tell right us in. Yeah, stop watching Friends and go and watch yeah, fucking Spaced. Yeah, Friends is yeah. just not no. no just no, the no, amount of people where this is just a thing I keep hearing at work where it's like people going, oh yeah, that's all they watch. Apparently, yeah. But kids nowadays watch Friends. Netflix like, biggest you? show is yeah. Friends. Because it's really? still, I suppose it still translates, isn't it? A lot of the themes th- are, you know, love and, you know, getting I on with your friends, not getting on with your friends. It's universal, I guess. I think it might also be that weird <laughs> thing when nostalgia hits and people are like, I really love the 80s, and then they get confused and mm. watch something from the 90s, and it's like, no. yeah, the fashions are still kind of the same because it's yeah. the bleed over. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like that, what is it? Yeah, we when, didn't throw away a knee on Don't lie, Lee, you burnt yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I burned it all, but I didn't burn it in the nineties. It's like that thing they say in um, Doctor Terrible's House of Horrible uh, on the commentary for that, where they do the the one with the killer table in the anthology one, yeah. and yeah. they said we've done it right here because what we've done is the thing that happens in all those films, which is every single artifact in that room came out that week. Yes, <laughs> and it's like no one's got like their old curtains from three years yeah. ago or everything. Yeah, yeah. Everything in there is like New. the absolute height of fashion <laughs> at the moment. Mm. Um, so, mm. <coughs> sorry, What's today? without further ado, time for Invader Zim. It's always time for Invader Zim. We get the music on. Dun, 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 dun. We've actually got a picture disc of that somewhere. But we haven't got a picture disc player, so we're not going to be playing it on there. <laughs> a picture disc player? Isn't that how you play picture discs? It's just I a picture really on fucking vinyl. hope that's a joke. That's <laughs> 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 totally a joke! That <laughs> 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 was just my joke! <laughs> Are you having the vapors? (laughs) (laughs) And then it reminded me in the car on Friday when I was listening to the uh, Lost Boys soundtrack. And I was thinking, don't let the sun go down on me. Yeah, alright, it's an alright song. Why is it on the soundtrack? And then, five minutes later, (laughs) my brain caught up. (laughs) Well, it's like... Yeah. That was the time. What was it? Um, I remember Dean said that he once went round Bust and Bust said, oh, "I'm going to stick some music on." And Dean went, 
have you got anything that's like vampire-y <laughs> and he stuck on we only come out at night by the special <laughs> podcast <laughs> fair dose yeah. Yeah. yeah that all makes sense now <laughs> anyway so there we cutting go. it there yeah. and start again yeah draw a line under that right so um, Invader Zim I where did you first see it Adam because I've got a feeling my first time I saw it my it's exactly the same situation as what happened with um, Family Guy my parents went on holiday Dean was house sitting we went round there for the day to drink a load of beer yeah and you happened to have the box set no no I at this point that was on VHS wow and I was because uh, I used to have because I used to have a job where I was home quite early mm. I'd flick I'd sort of flick around channels and then one day I was flicking through and it was it, they were showing it on CITV it was mm. like just normal telly oh, right, it wasn't normal, like yeah. Nickelodeon which no. is where it started but yeah and it was the episode Dark Harvest yes where basically Zim for those for those who don't know obviously Invader Zim is a cartoon uh, ostensibly for children but still quite dark and weird and Very dark. but in that good way Friendly that I remember way. Yeah. like watching stuff as a kid and it would be like a bit yeah you watch it back uh, now yeah. and you think that was dark but at the time you just yeah, you just it. like think oh that's great because yeah. that's gruesome or that's yeah. really yeah. but um, yeah and this particular and basically he inv- he's an idiot from a, a terrifying but equally stupid race of conquerors yep. but he's the worst of the bunch so they send him off on a mission to Earth to get him out of the way, basically, because he ruined the yeah, invasion plans of the first one. Yeah. Um, and yeah, impending it, Doom One. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. Yeah, yep. Operation Impending but Doom he One. He thinks, of course, that he's brilliant, and they've yeah. sent him off on this amazing mission. He thinks he's, he's on a secret, amazing mission. Yeah. They've given him an experimental robot, or AKA a knackered robot that's mad <laughs> as his assistant, <laughs> and, and a complaining computer. And he's gone to Earth. He's particularly crap at fitting in. But the good thing is, and this is something that really I loved watching Zim for, is that the general public are fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. it has a. Re- that's what I love about Invader Zim. Of truth. It does have a real, <laughs> real contempt for the herd, mm. but yeah. in a way that I can't help but agree. Mm. You know, when it's like sort of. I mean, even in the most recent one, Into the Floorpus, where it's like, right, we've got this device that we're going to strap to your arm. It's got a weird alien creature on it. Yeah, it's oh, fine, yeah. But it comes in four different colours. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> and yeah, it's sort of. And so, yeah, no one notices apart from Dib, who is in his class at school. But Dib, unfortunately, has cried wolf a few too many times because he's <coughs> the weird an kid alien that we were. He, yeah, he believes he's yeah. cryptids mm. and, you know, what was it, Sasquatch going through the trash. Vampire bees. Yeah, and yeah. Sort of, yeah. And, um, yeah so he's the only one who sees it. Um, but, yeah, mm. and Dark Harvest is basically, they work out that Zim has alien organs, so he steals body bodily organs from various kids. So he's got like eight spleens and and replaces oh, yeah. them with <laughs> random objects. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah. And see, slightly horrific, but hilarious. And, 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 and yeah. And I'm not sure whether it was the I don't know if it's the same episode or whether it was the I then caught because then it was like this is really good. When's this mm-hmm. on next? Yeah. So then I watched the next one, and I think the next one was where. Zim turns Dib into baloney. Yeah. Yes. By like cloning his DNA and inserting baloney genetics yep. into his DNA so he becomes a giant sausage. And yeah, 
and at that point it was like right I'm recording these because this is good and then yeah I took it round to show you and Dean Ooh. and yeah, yeah. just the, the and, first episode we saw was the one where Gurr where they didn't take the video back to the the blockbuster in time so they had to break into the mall at night oh, to return yes. the tape yeah I think there's yeah and it had me hooked from there really. yeah because <laughs> I mean I think everything about it is just there's a lot of there's a lot of great things about it it's wonderful that it's like so many dumb people all but dumb in different ways yeah you know zim is inept but doesn't he's, think he is does he he's so arrogant he's arrogant and Gurr is genuinely deranged yes. and so has no idea what's happening. And I think we just need to explain. So he's a robot, but his disguise is a dog outfit with a big zip up the front. <laughs> yeah. He is the best and cutest outfit ever. And they do sell onesies. Do they? Which one day I will just give in and buy. But then you've got to mm. then put a pile of pizzas on the floor and just and roll wheel around, around in them. Yeah, that would be fine. And become a giant pizza. <laughs> it's never going to happen, Gurr. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I was the turkey all the time. <laughs> it's one of Jennifer's favourite things. Whenever we go to the States or Canada or wherever, she has to find out where Hot Topic is because Hot Topic always sells loads of Invaders mm. in anger. And you can't get much over here, things. really. It's no. still quite rare, which is annoying. I remember I remember going to Forbidden Planet sort of mm. just just after we were we, we all sort of got into yeah. it and like when was so, this? Do we know an era of this? 2001 to 2004 oh, was when okay. it was released. Yeah, and it would have been around about that same sort of time. Yeah, it, it probably, yeah roughly around the same sort of time as Space does. Because I remember watching it like in the flat, so yeah. that would have been... So it would have yeah. been around yeah. that sort of time. But, um, yeah, I remember even going to Forbidden Planet, and yeah. they, they, they sort of had Very some little, figures, but they? by but by the time I got there, I think there was like a Miss Bitters and the no robot heard. parents, you know, <laughs> sort of like, so yeah. someone in the know had gone there and, yeah. cl- and cleared them out of all the, the mm. A-list yeah. uh, characters, so, yeah. I did make a note yesterday when we <coughs> were watching, because Jennifer and I went back and watched uh, the first, and bear in mind, a lot of the episodes are broken into two, so I've counted mm. the ones that are two as individual episodes. Yeah. Um, yeah, but over I this call week, them stories, and then it helps. Yes. Wow. So this <laughs> week I've watched sixteen stories plus nice. the movie plus the pilot, which I oh yes, before. yeah. Um, but I was making a note when we were sitting and watching them. She said, "What are you doing?" And I said, "I'm making a note of what characters' percentage you are because I've worked out that you are actually seventy percent Miss Bitters and thirty percent Gaz." Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. Miss Bitters is great. She is who I aspire to be as a classroom teacher. She is just, what's the word? Just cutting, isn't she? Yeah. yeah. Just cuts them down. Um, the woman who did the voice for her used to do voices for Disney. She did voices for Disney. I thought you were going to say she used to be a teacher. Really? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she's a prop. Like everybody, obviously, who does the voices are all professional. Mm. Um, I don't think any of them particularly new to this show. But yeah, she worked on Cinderella and all kinds oh, of wow. stuff. So. Because I know I went back to because um, that was something I had to look up immediately on my return mm-hmm. from uh, going to see Book of Mormon. Yeah, I was convinced that one of the people there was, oh, was the familiar. tallest. Oh, right. <laughs> I was convinced oh, really? it was one of the tallest. Yeah. Oh, there we oh go. wow! So yes, yeah, so who did is she? <laughs> uh, so this is the lady who Lucille Bliss. Yeah, uh, who did, does the voice of Miss Bitters. Um, <coughs> But just going down... Oh, yeah, so she's done the Flintstones movie. Um, Peter Pan. Uh, Peter Pan. Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, so all of the original... Oh, Cinderella, she was Anastasia. Is that one of the... 
I um, don't actually know. Oh, Click enough. on it. It'd be one of the fairies. Because there the three possibly? good fairies and one bad fairy or something. Yeah. There is, yes. Um, How high up a credit do you get that far? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's in the she's in the top it. dozen. Yeah. That's it. And then it'll show you, presumably. Oh, is she? Oh, no, she's one of the ugly sisters then. Oh, by the looks okay. Of it, by the looks that of the pictures. Actually pro- I can yeah, see that, that now. Sense, well, yes. hear that yeah. now, I suppose. It would be snooty property. and, yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, mm. But, yeah, so I found that quite interesting yeah. that they've managed to... I mean, I suppose it's Nickelodeon, so they had quite a lot of... Oh, my God, she was in the Ewoks as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nup, nup. Mm. <laughs> uh, yes, so, and, and the voice acting in this is one of the things that always stands out for me. Like, mm. and, and I found it watching... So I went back and watched the pilot this morning, which I say I had not yeah. seen before. Um, and 90% of it is there. Like, the artwork yeah. is exactly almost mm. as it ends up being... Uh, they've got a different guy doing the voice for Zim. Oh, yes. And his right. voice is halfway between Zim and Gurr. Okay. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Which, which is something I... No, so I think mm. they took the two different tones of his voice that he did. Yeah. And when they got a new voice actor in, they said, right, this voice is going to be Zim and mm. this one is going to be Gurr. Yeah. Um, and it had a lot more of a Ren and Stimpy feel to the artwork about it. that was that era. It's yeah. just been... Yeah. It's a lot yeah. more... Uh, yeah, it's a lot more of that... Because Ren and Stimpy's like... The classic but weird end of Warner Brothers, isn't yes. it? It's like a lot yeah. of angles and yeah. sort of jutting yeah. sort of shapes and stuff like that. Yeah, they just seem to do more <coughs> of the like the gross out stuff. So the, yeah. the pilot episode is the one where Dib, so it just kind of drops you in. Mm. Zim is just there in the classroom. Dib's trying to convince everyone he's an alien. Yeah. So he works out that when Zim eats human food, right. His head expands and he goes all oh, weird yeah. and gross, which is the yeah. stimpy mm. thing. Um, so he decides the next day to start a feed food fight in the cafeteria, and then that way food will get on Zim, and everybody will see that he's an, an alien. alien. Yes. Uh, so that's the episode. Because meat burns Zim, doesn't it? Yes. Because that's a thing that happens a lot in it, where they just throw like oh. a patty of beef at him or something like that. And rain, <laughs> then rain gets him as well. And rain, yeah, we yeah. saw the yeah. uh, the wetting as yeah, well. Yeah. We? The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please buy my delicious candy, or my little brother will go insane. <laughs> so much of the stuff in Zim is just, and I forget how genius it is. I was watching the the first episode the other day, um, beginning of the nightmare. I think it might be the called. nightmare begins. That's I think it, it is. Yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> that's way it. better worded. Um, yeah, and it's just when he's running through the street, and it's the ice cream van. That sounds like Arnie yes. for no apparent reason. Ice cream. You like ice cream. <laughs> you love it. It's, there are, that's the thing. There's so mm. much... Weird, like a poop dog who mm. who sells poop cola who's basically like halfway between a juggalo and a mascot who sells poop cola by rapping. And yeah, oh, just... You're like, where have you come up with these ideas there from? Is, yeah. and, and also, there's, there's a lot of stuff because I follow... Uh, Yonan Vasquez, who who hmm. is the creator and writer hmm. and everything, I follow Does him. Does he do the artwork as well? Is he? Always... I think he. I think he did some of the initial sort of stuff okay. because he hmm. did. There's a brilliant because he's done a few comics and there's a brilliant right. one, which is Johnny the Hom, Hom, uh, 
Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. That was, yeah, that was on Nickelodeon as well, wasn't it? Yeah, um, I don't know. No, I don't know. Because it was, because oh, right. that was, that would be far too. I probably heard it from you then. Yeah, because mm. that's not a, that's not particularly a kid's one. Um, <laughs> because it genuinely is a guy Horrific. who is killing people mm. to paint his wall in his cellar because there's something behind it. Okay, yeah. And true. then it sort of gradually goes, it starts off and it's kind of like a serial killer thing, but still, mm. it's still, very zim like it sort of is funny and everything but a lot obviously a lot more serious Mm. so he wrote and drew that then and he he? wrote and drew that and then the but the curious thing is is that as it goes on um it turns out that johnny's not mad there is a thing behind his (laughs) wall (laughs) and eventually it sort of escapes and goes very like interdimensional lovecraftian weirdness and it is really it's worth reading that because there's he also did a comic called Squee yes and Squee is Johnny's next door neighbour who is like basically he's like Butters from South Park he's like this sort of very sweet very innocent innocent kid who is just resolutely traumatised by the fact he lives next door to Johnny the homicidal maniac who for no good reason really likes Squee and just thinks Aww. he's alright and sort of d- doesn't, doesn't harm him, him or, or anything, yeah, yeah. He's, not, he's not brutalising him but he sort of like almost shares right. with oh, Squee that he's sort of like oh yeah no I've just buried people in the garden or whatever like that and then it's just him sat at night like but again it's that same sort of thing of sort of absentee parenting hmm. where it's like Squee's parents just don't care, don't care. Don't, yeah. and they think that he's just making stuff up it's a bit like with Dib where his yeah, dad exactly. is just a yeah. famous scientist too yeah. interested in Professor the science yeah. that's it we're trying to remember his name yesterday for about 10 oh, minutes it's like doctor no professor and then yeah Yeah. That, but again the, the um, well I, I watched End of the Floppers which is mm. the, the latest one that they've just just brought it back and yeah. put uh, how long has been in between then just um when would you say it, it was 2004 and this was in uh this was this year 2019 yeah wow yeah. so it was i mean that's kind of amazing because yeah. it has exactly the same feel i would say exactly yeah yeah, yeah. i think it, i wouldn't have said there was that big a gap between them definitely. no and mm. the curious thing is is that they make a joke about it sort of picking up just where it left off yeah yeah but they do just pick up where they yeah. left off. Well, you it's just said that. Like, yeah. you, if someone was watching it as a standalone, mm. would they get it because of the backstory yeah. that you don't get in this? But do you need it? I mean, is it just well, fun I, enough that... I watched it with Claire, and although mm. Claire has watched some Zim, yeah. um, we sort of, I started watching it with her, sort of, but I think we only sort of like did the first disc or something like that, mm, and then yeah. we were watching something else, we never got back to it. So, But I said, right, we're doing it, End of the Floppers on yeah. the show. So we watched it last night, and... She really enjoyed it, but she mm. there was at no point was she asking any questions. She knows exactly. She knows not to yeah. <laughs> possibly, <laughs> possibly. But no, she was sort of. Uh, but she was watching it, and but for her, I think one of the things that was really great to see is, is how much because Claire really likes odd background stuff, uh, okay. which Zim mm-hmm. has inspired. But it's yeah. like that same. One of her favourite things is in The Simpsons, where it's like, right, is everybody ready? Yes. No, <laughs> that's one of her favourite things. Just that, yeah. and that's kind of thing. So it's like um, there's enough of that. To yeah, there's, there's a lot yeah. where it's like mm. sort of like um, no one loves science as much as me. I do. That's scientifically impossible. <laughs> yes. just, uh, or bring me a throat lozenge. I've picked up on um, watching one of the episodes back previously. You saying, and there was one where he's talking to the tallest, and he's saying, "I've fixed the security." 
nothing gets in. Oh, and then... Ta- <laughs> and there's just a baby walking around yeah. in the background. And then the mum comes in and says, what are you doing in here? I love your mummy! Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, yeah, there's so much sort of... There's a lot in there, but all of it kind of hits. There's nothing mm. like... There's Pointless. nothing that's in there yeah. in the sense of, oh, that's a bit weird. Yeah, it was. You know, everything has it? a kind of punchline to it and everything. Or even just... My tallest. I'm in a bear suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and even down to that, where it's the the again, which is something they don't make, they don't at any point make it explicit. But the fact that the Urken civilization is based on height. Yeah. yeah. So oh, the yeah. tallest are dumb as shit. Yeah. But they're the tallest, so they're in charge. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Despite the fact there are hundreds of far more capable yes. people under them <laughs> and Zim and one of the main reasons they yeah, moan about Zim sure? is you're, you're very small <laughs> very tiny aren't you little, little guy mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah just that where it's like because I think it's, I think it only comes up once when Dib says what so your leaders are just taller than everyone <laughs> yeah. else and then it just it goes off into something else yeah. but yeah I think it's just I think it was just a show that really it was just nice to find something where it's like great they're showing this to kids yeah mm. it wasn't sort of you know old yeah, not kind of dark, an adult thing too, or anything. it was yeah. just like oh no we put this on it's unapologetically mm. weird yeah. sci-fi based it has oh, even down to the fact that I cannot call unsolved mysteries unsolved mysteries <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's mysterious mysteries yeah. even I'm watching serious it serious mysteries of mystery yeah and I'm yeah. just watching it back on bloody yeah. uh, on um, uh, the like on the, just go, chewing through the old uh, series of it mm. but every time I mention it it's like oh I was watching mysterious mysteries no, unsolved mysteries yeah. <laughs> nice yes um, good. like you were saying it's, it's definitely aimed at kids but it's got that it's got that really dark colour palette to it, which mm. is what I really like about it is it's lots of black and purple and like neon green and stuff yeah yeah which is a massive contrast to everything else that's on Nickelodeon everything else is very light and bright mm. and and that's yeah that's where it kind of where the darkness not just in the story but actually in the animation style, yeah it's a really it's a very it's gothic goth- palette yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I think my favourite bit is all the quotes that just stand out and I will still be quoting now even from the original series so my favourite one which is actually my alarm clock sound (laughs) so I wake up to this every morning is I want to be a mongoose yes so every yes so it just keeps saying that (laughs) over and over again until I get to the phone and stop it and literally my morning first thought is I don't want to be a bloody mongoose every morning (laughs) but it gets me up and out of bed so it's just hilarious your ringtone used to be the doom song as well (laughs) (laughs) yeah but your ringtone once was cat face (laughs) and I remember that because you wouldn't answer it because you wanted to hear the whole song yes so people just yeah. never got through because Catface <laughs> had quite a long song. Yes. Yeah. People had hung up by then. Well, fair enough. But yeah, lots of things. What were yeah. the other ones are my favourite? The quotes, I, I oh. saw a squirrel and... Yeah. Uh, ah, I saw a squirrel. It's going like this. Why was there bacon <laughs> in the soap? Yes. Why was there? Because I made, made it myself. <laughs> <laughs> we saw that episode again, mm. yeah, with Pastulio. That's it, Pastulio. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's, His hypnotic giant zit that he paints a face on. Yeah, and then puts that's a, beautiful. Like a, yeah. puts, um, 
um, a little body on a it. little body yeah, yeah like it, so yeah. it's like a little mannequin yeah like of, you yeah. couldn't how could you make that up where did these ideas come from you know i, I think this is the thing i mean mm. when i've read interviews with the owner vasquez mm. he has a real great sensibility he also was great he's friends well i'm, I'm putting words mm. in his You're mouth i'm talking now. about okay. from years and years <laughs> it's all right. ago. he won't listen to this you're fine yeah, that's true <laughs> if you do do an interview though and tell us where you get <laughs> your ideas from and um yeah, he was friends with a, another guy who was doing comics called Roman Dirge, who did yeah. um, oh Lenore, Lenore yeah. Tales of a Little Dead Girl, oh, which is a very cute little yeah. sort of skull-faced so a bit girl. Coffee, but, but and yeah. again, it's that same sort of thing. But I remember like the reading. He did it, work on some of these episodes, actually, Roman Dirge. Yeah, I think yeah. he's one of the co-writers on a few of them. Yeah, but he, um, I do remember one of his things that came up, and it's like it's weird because it's Gilmero del Toro. Mm. Uh, but before he was kind of a name to know, mm. is he was talking about the film? Uh, oh crap! What's it called? The big bug film, Mimic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's mm. and he was saying Mimic is, and it was like this interview, and he said, right, kind of where I where I come from in terms of narrative mm. is he said there's a film called Mimic. It's not a great film, mm. but it has a great moment. And he said, and there's just one bit where a little kid. Mm like goes towards the sewers and you think oh this is the bit where the bug comes out Could but then the it. mum comes out and just, yeah. and no the bug eats the kid ah. and he was like and then he said I felt this was a movie that spoke to me because it's like it defied that sort of Hollywood thing of what's safe yeah yeah and I can and but he also another big touchstone for him is the alien films hmm. which I mean obviously Zim is an alien but so yeah. on and so forth but again I think it's that same sort of thing where it's like there's the biomechanical aspects there's the gross aspects and things like that and it's like you know because there's what is it um what is it about i will infect your body with maggots space maggots or something there's something mm. i can't <laughs> remember what it is but it's like get insects to lay their eggs in your brain or something is an insult in this. there's a lot of stuff and, like and that it's, yeah, yeah and it's a, but then also there's the giant uh, there's also the fact that invaders blood runs through my veins like Giant, radio, giant radioactive, radioactive rubber pants. pants. Nice. Um, Please don't ignore the pants. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, and, and again, um, yeah, I was reading up a, a little bit on Joan uh, Vasquez as well. Mm. Uh, yeah, and was totally unsurprised to hear that he's a massive Douglas Adams fan. And I was like, yeah, yeah, of course. Like this, this, and obviously, uh, um, Hitchhikers is totally different to this mm. in every way, but. You can totally see that when they take very mundane, normal things, yeah, and then you say, "Well, that'd have to be taken into account." If this yeah, thing. but also, but it's also that thing of great, like you say, the mundaneness of something huge, hmm. like where it's like sort of you've got all these amazing sort of technological marvels going on. But it's in the hands of an idiot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you know, there's a, you, literally there is nothing stopping Zim conquering mm. the world. And, and this is apart from Zim, as well, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know. But there's yeah, nothing to weird. stop Zim's because mm, Zim stupidity. has technology yeah. that far outstrips anything that anyone's yeah. got on the planet, Which even Professor Membrane stuff. Almost yeah. works quite well in the film mm. where he does actually almost succeed. Yeah. Whereas in all the episodes, he's like nowhere near. Well, even but, Gaz says you know, that, doesn't yeah. she? She's yeah. like, why are you worried? Gonna, he yeah. never succeeds. Yeah. And that's one thing I liked about the film is there's, there's more of Gaz. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. Because I think Gaz is one. Because weirdly, Gaz is one of the few characters that isn't stupid in any way. Yeah. Because yeah. Div, although he's very smart and can perceive Zim, mm. he like he can't play along with the clone dad. Yeah. yeah, like he's too busy. Like, no, I'm going to make yeah. my stand here and everything. And it's like, yeah, that's not going to get anything done, is it? Mm. Yeah. So we play to, along yeah. and sort of, yeah. And I think Gaz really is great in uh, End of the Floppers. I think she's. Yeah. It, it's just she gets such, a bit more screen time. Yeah, she, and, and I think more, her yeah. and Dib actually together works really mm. well. I think they're a great little. Well, it is that classic, isn't it? She's yeah. like, you know, normally you're crying on the floor, like that's a good thing, but actually yeah. now we're going to work together, and it is that classic brother sister. Yeah, I'm sure you know that as well. And I think that yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think no, I think that sort of. But Gaz is probably like a, a one of the and actually because in the series there are there are sort of like there's that weird episode where it's just Gaz versus Wiggins. The superior gamer, yeah, trying yes. to get hold of the new. Um, it's like the new console, thing. isn't it? And he mm. gets the last one, yeah. And then she just haunts him like something <laughs> from a nightmare for an episode. And like Zim's not even in the episode, but I like those sort of little breakaway mm. parts and stuff. But one thing that uh, Yona Vasquez did that a lot in the run-up on Instagram mm. is he kept posting old characters from Zim, but they were the basically Zim and Dib's classmates oh, okay. but it was all with just like bizarre backstories and oh, things like nice. that and it was all things about like because there's what is it there's the kid who's like 30 isn't it this <laughs> is the yeah, one yeah. point has been kept back every year yeah and then there's the one who's like yeah Zim's actually kind of whack yo <laughs> <laughs> and of course there's talk yes there's, uh, the little bodybuilder yeah. who's <laughs> always walking around with white <laughs> And they, again, it's like you've got none of them are none of them are significant, but all of them are characters. They, they mm. add to the whole yeah, overall. The whole thing. I, one of the episodes I watched um, during the week was the third one, which is the one where they decide that there's something wrong with Zim because he doesn't have a best friend. So he tries to. Oh yes. So he goes to the nerd group mm. and says, "Right, one of you is going to be my best friend. I'm going to hold tests to decide which is the best." Test number one, absorbency. And just yeah. pours milk on the desk and then just rubs their faces on it to see which is more absorbent. Yeah. And then which of you is a better electrical conductor? <laughs> and like, it's like they're, they're, they're sideline characters for the rest of it. They're always just there in the background. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, it's just... Oh, it's so mental. It's, so <laughs> it's, it's It's got a really nice understanding of school. Mm. Yeah, of, in, of that age group in yeah, a way, hasn't it? Yeah. In sort of... but. Uh, but it never gets you know it's never sort of any torturous tediousness or anything no. else like that mm. it's just Dib is an outcast and it's his own fault yeah. essentially <laughs> yeah. I, I feel I was Dib at school oh, but no. I know that it was <laughs> entirely my yes, fault yeah. you know, I know that I wasn't doing anything to not have no. that stigma <laughs> that's it you didn't find a best friend yeah and, you I didn't know. find a best friend I didn't stop talking about <laughs> <laughs> like mythical creatures and vampires. <laughs> That's it. Hugh the Wing Serpent. Yeah. Oh, cute. So I think linking to horror, then, my thought when I was watching this film, yeah. um, I saw the parallel with, is it Halloween 3, the mask one? Yeah. Yes. So yes. I saw the link. So in Halloween 3, of course, the kids are convinced by the masks. Yeah. It'll be great. In this, the kids are convinced to wear the wristbands. As you said earlier, all the different colours. Yeah, oh, four different colours. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. great. I want this consumerism. Uh, consumerism. Yeah. Um, and it'll bring around the And then, of world. course, exactly what actually happens is dark twist. 
Um, and yeah, actually, it's yeah, that's a nice, that is yeah. a and nice the song as well. So the song oh, on TV, yes. "Peace is Nice," or "Peace you know. is Nice." Yeah. It's much better. And again, the song makes the whole thing happen, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Which is the same. Yeah, the same. In wow. Halloween 3. That's actually a very good. Yeah. yeah. I felt that was quite insightful. That's brilliant. Yeah. That genuinely is. Yeah. It makes up for all your uh, less insightful. Yeah. Last sixty episodes. Well, the, <laughs> the lack of a picture disc player doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> it's fine. But I'll find one one day and I'll show you. Yeah. I think. I think if people if people like their horror, if people mm. like their if people like their horror comedy, and I think if people like their sci-fi horror as well, I think people would find a lot to appreciate. Oh, definitely. I don't see how you couldn't, really. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's it's one of those... It's a it's a kid's cartoon that, that we came to in our 20s yeah. and were not embarrassed at all <laughs> about watching. Absolutely only. not. It's fantastic. It's really... Like, there's no... Oh, I didn't watch it as a kid. Yeah. It's a bit weird if I watch it now. Like, yeah, like if you go Zim back and watch some like kids' that. things oh, that you yeah. loved as a kid, you go back and watch it and think, no, okay, I, it's moved uh, on. Just to prove that yeah. point, oh, yeah. last night mm-hmm. in prep when we were talking about this, I went back and watched Terrorhawks. Oh, yes, and was Do it? Do you know, I've mm. been having a hankering to watch Terrorhawks. Mm. I'm assuming don't. Would you like to borrow the disc? I watched no. three episodes and turned it off. The reason I turned it off is robot racism. <laughs> robot racism, you say? So, you remember the little silver ball things? Mm. That, Spheroids. Yes. Yeah. So, basically, the, the main one of them, who's that boy? Who's it's Winter Davis, isn't it, boy? He is, yes. yes. Yeah, well, the main captain is a real shithead to him. Like, he Aww. gives him an order, he disobeys the order, he saves the day, and he says, well, you're, you're just a robot. Like, you, these people make decisions based on intelligence and feelings Aww. and understanding and you have none of those things so you will never disobey an order again because you are just Aww. a robot piece of shit motherfucker Jerry Anderson got quite strong about oh, these things yeah. Yeah, right. um, yeah and like even by episode three he's the same so you know mm. you're going to go off and do this well wouldn't it be better to shut your face mm. you're a robot do what you're told you're an idiot that's, that's, that's off I, I hate to tell you honey but this is what women have been putting up with for the last uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but women are idiots oh. <laughs> yeah but when Sergeant 101 brave, puts up me, his hashtag me too <laughs> yeah exactly um, but I mean you saying you know obviously how good it, this still is yeah looking at the IMDB ratings yeah, you know, they're, they're all, all eight, eight. points. I mean, yeah. mean, you know, that shows you that children shouldn't be on here voting. So, <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely think I think mm. it's one of those things where yes, is it's a show that you can show kids. Yeah. But like you say, no shame in Watching declaring my love it, of yes, the show definitely. because it's just yeah. I sat at work when In the Floppers came up. I sat and mm. watched it at work, like out on my Shh, lunch hour. In case your work people are listening. No, no, oh, it was, uh, lunch during hour. lunch. Oh, okay. I think <laughs> it had been fairly obvious. Yes. Because right. I'd have been sat there pissing myself. Yes. So yeah, and and not just to get out of work, you know, actually <laughs> genuinely enough, yeah. pissing myself and going home. The jokes in this are so thick and fast, like mm. you'd, and and I do laugh out loud at it. And that's the thing; I can't watch it in the evening when Jennifer goes to bed because I laugh out loud yeah. so frequently that you're like, yeah, it's too it's much. Good. See, that was the reassuring thing watching it with Claire is because Claire was pissing herself as well, yeah, and and, and as it was yeah. going, you know. <laughs> but I think also the the thing I love about the end of the floor post though is not just that I think you could go into it is that it's not one of those things that's come back and it's like 
Hey, mm. remember that character? Wink. Yeah, no. It's or just, remember this bit? There's say, that catchphrase. It just picks up where it's left off, but not any... It was yeah. only watching mm. it that I realised that there was one callback joke in there that I'd oh, missed okay. in a way, mm. which is just the bit where it's like, Dib, come and have a look at how big your head looks on television. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I forgot that <laughs> all the way through the it? series yes. they do keep going on Why about... Why your head so big? Yeah, why your head so big? And yeah, I'd forgotten that that was mm. a thing, but it's also just the fact that on the, on the TV, it is it is yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, um, we caught the bit of we believe it was homage to um, Dukes of Hazard, actually. There's oh, the, you know the bit with the, the ham, ham. Yeah. when it all pauses. Yeah. yeah, it'll be back later in the story. <laughs> Speaking of homages, I think I spotted a homage to the Tim Burton Batman as well. Oh, oh really? Is that his main robot, Lawrence? Mm. It's just the way he says it. Lawrence <laughs> is in uh, when the Joker goes in to smash up the art gallery. Yes, and it's gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Mm. Lawrence, oh. and then the music kicks in, and I did wonder if it was, maybe girl, avenge your robot brothers and Maria. <laughs> yeah, but that was great, wasn't it? When he's suddenly <laughs> calling them by their names. Yes. And saying, Oh, and it's all bizarre. He's, he's suddenly got that human Devon. quality. Yeah. <laughs> but even though he's an alien, yeah. he's suddenly got that kind of link there. Why are you um, wearing those t-shirts? I don't remember hiring <laughs> any of you. Um, my favourite quote as well. You're ugly when you're lying. I'm not lying. Then, then why, why are you ugly? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's that sort of twisted logic that children yeah. do, isn't it? Yeah, Claire rolled up at that and I just yeah. thought, that's being logged for the next time she's talking to her brother. Yeah. I know what's yeah. happening there. Yeah. We're getting that into conversation all week if I can. Yeah, <laughs> it's just fantastic. And, and again, at the end, when all the dimensions smash together, oh, the oh, artwork, yeah. see them all. Yeah, yeah. So you think all... is that just an excuse that they can get in all their different? But is that lovely? Because it starts off with that lovely, mm. really Realistic, like Japanese, Japanese yeah. proper anime, sort of anime style. looking style yeah. thing. And I thought that, and I'd complete in a weird way because it starts off like that. Mm. And then it just goes into Invader Zim, and yeah. I sort of forgot that that had happened right at the start. Yeah. But the fact that it it did actually have a reason to be there, mm. other than yeah, we can get we can draw mm. properly, you know. Yeah, yeah. We don't do we yeah. don't we're doing this we're on purpose. You, yeah. yeah, we can. <laughs> but yeah, some of those, uh, and mm. obviously the dog. Yeah. Where it's dogs in costumes, <laughs> the puppet ones. Yeah. The screaming like Mexican skull reality yeah. the robot reality and it's just yeah there's Bizarre. those that mm. reminded me of like reading like weird French comics from the 70s where they would just be like yeah let, let's get this very weird man to illustrate these things <laughs> and you're like wow this is like looking on the inside of a fly in a fridge through a cheese grater wow <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Um, and Leprechaun Cat, I believe, needs a mention. Yes. Leprechaun yeah. Cat, why? Why? Why not? Well. Never been mentioned before, never been mentioned no, again. No, just random. Awesome, like There's it. a Leprechaun Cat. Mini Moose. Yes. And obviously, because there is the episode Room with a Moose, isn't there? Yes. Where he's going to trap them in a dimension which is a room with a moose in it. An angry moose in it. Yeah. Now, I noticed this because I was watching these episodes through um, on the box set. So I've got the... Uh, room with a moose, Hampstergeddon. Yes. <laughs> so um, I've got the box set, which is the house, which is a beautiful artifact. Uh, and oh, I was you've got it, have you, darling? We, we you've got, got it. Got, I, I, I think I purchased that for me. I can honestly say I was so pissed off when I bought because I bought like all the, the separate the, ones. The separate ones. You, yeah. And then there was the box set. I was like, 
that is a thing you of beauty and wonder, yeah. but I can't justify it. No. Luckily, we were late to the party, so we hadn't. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, watching them through, they're in a different order. So I've watched oh, the whole of the first disc, and they had replaced the Room with a Moose and Hampstergeddon mm. episodes with the Planet Jackers and Rise of Zip Boy. Oh, which is Pastulio. Yeah. 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 So they'd swapped the, the, the playlist That's over. Yeah. So is I Planet Jackers where they just... He just puts a propulsion unit on a planet and rides it around. No, so two, so a different, so they are planet jackets, so basically their planet revolves around a dying sun. So they come and steal other planets and throw them into the sun to keep it oh, burning. Oh, right, to keep it burning, yeah. And they come and steal Earth. And Zim works out what they've done and goes and fights them. What are you looking for, Jennifer? Well, where is it? It's directly behind yeah, your seat. Yeah, that's what I I was like, <laughs> I feel I need to see it as we're talking about it. And I was like, I think it's behind me. Bring but every time I turn round, this chair um, hides it. Hey! Oh, it's go. so beautiful. It is. But people can't see it on the podcast. Well, we can oh, we'll take a picture of it and, and put it up Instagram on the it, Instagram. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so, they, uh, so Zim works out because he knows who the Planet Jackers are. Um... <laughs> So uh, he goes and fights them because he won't let them destroy the Earth because he, he wants, wants to, to destroy, destroy the Earth. The Earth and <laughs> Empire. Yeah, classic. Uh, so yeah, so that was that episode. Yeah, and obviously Rise of Zip Boy is the Pastulio one. So well, why did they swap them? Who knows? I've no idea. So I watched. Oh, the thing I watched up Hopefully. to that point. <laughs> And then I jumped in the field and watched Obviously, Halloween. wow! Obviously, look, look at hey. them. Uh, they are currently Sorry. looking at the <laughs> Zim toy. Sorry, but this is worth millions now. Millions, is. I tell you. It's inside the roof of I'd the box. I've forgotten it was there. To be honest. Oh, really? And to be honest, I see. I don't like uh, looking like a robot. That upsets me. Oh, I like well, his well, dog suit. In the dog the suit. dog suit is the cutest thing ever. Yeah. So, yeah. But no, that but is a thing of beauty. That's why it hasn't come out of this box, because I just don't care. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. So that was Invader Zim. Um, we have oh, got a hashtag, ask welcome to horror. We've got two. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to save the next one for the next episode, so don't panic, Darnie. We have not forgotten your excellent question. Um, hopefully by then it will be business as usual exactly. we, hope you, we hope you guys don't mind that we've done a bonus episode because what uh, well as I say, it isn't a bonus episode because it's going out on the normal day <laughs> and they'll have to wait that's what I'm, I'm still counting as a bonus fair enough um, yeah because we are currently sons Chris with his moving um, but yeah so with his moving locking up in the uh, locking up in yeah, the we're basement. moving him yeah. from one cell to yeah, another is yeah. Frank, frankly we've skinned him He's not responding well, so we've had to bandage him up and just uh, let him convalesce for a few weeks. So, but guaranteed, he will look like an extra from Hellraiser uh, next time that anyone sees More him. More than usual. Yes. <laughs> um, so our hashtag Ask Welcome to Horror this week has come from Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hello. Hi. Always. Um, and she has asked, if you made a horror film, what would it be called? Mm. So, Adam... Would you like to start? I knew. I quite like the idea of calling something Doom Bastard. Mm. Um, because, but I think, weirdly enough, I think that was just because I once got recommended a group of films on Amazon called the Violent Bastard Trilogy. Okay. And I was like, I must be doing something right if Amazon had dug <laughs> this weird German <laughs> thing and said to me, you'd probably like that. But, um, yeah, you yeah, search the right things, Adam. I, th- I, think that would be, I think that would be my sort of much more... 
I would like to think that that would be my sort of more horror, co- horror comedy sort yeah. of end of things or ridiculous bit sort of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 yeah I think Doom Bastard mm, because then cool. I think you could then I think that's Doom one Doom Bastard 2 that, yeah you Did can you split it off Son of Doom Bastard yeah. Doom, Doom Bastard versus the helicopter Bride from my of arse. Doom Bastard yeah, yeah exactly I want a Doom Bastard t-shirt now you said yeah, that yeah there you go Jennifer well I was struggling with this because there's so many genres and I was thinking unless I can narrow down in my head what the film would be about and then I thought I'd call it Welcome to Horror it would be a film about people who were doing a podcast and you know something went horribly wrong well, that's it now. Dot dot dot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is it? Is it? We discover. Is it going to mm. be like? Could it be like um, cigarette burns? Yeah. We're like, oh, we discover the film that's like. The, this film is so mm. rare because it, you know, caused controversy at the time. Then we Maybe. watch it. Maybe it's. Yeah, send you off your chump. Or we we <laughs> welcome the world to horror by accident. You know, we let yeah. it out there and then uh, yeah, I don't Release know. Release the floppers. Exactly. It could be a whole. Whatever that name literally could go anywhere. Fair enough. Um, I have decided to go with my old school love of haunted fi- haunted house movies mm. uh, and the way that they used to. Um, I think it was Canon, mm. who you, or or it might have been Hammer. Um, yeah, just used to take the words that had been in films previously that worked quite oh, well. Not like and mush them the machines all have gone into. Maximum overdrive. No, no. <laughs> not like steal the quote no, not from where that. They, no, 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 right, okay. So where they'd go, oh, well, the word crypt did fairly well, oh. and the word haunted did fairly well, yeah. and the word Satan did really well. So, so let's mush yes. them all together and make... The Satan so, crypt Satan's house. haunted crypt. Yeah, that's so it. So based on this, yeah, I've got the haunting of Crypt Hall. Ooh. So because, yeah, it's a bit like the legend yeah. of Hell House, and it's got that haunting kind of... Haunting crypt, yeah. yeah so, uh, so that's what I'm going for, and it's going to be a classic... Black and white. Oh, nice. Yeah, class. Incidentally, speaking of which, have you seen that there's a new turning of the screw adaption coming out? No. Uh, just called uh, the turning. Uh, I think uh, have a have a Google because it's like the trailers up and everything. Oh. Um, but um, it's uh, I th- I believe it's one of the kids from um, Stranger Things and it is in it. They're getting around. Wow. Aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, and it is like I say, it's just literally called the turning. I uh, oh, got we recommended it the other day. Oh, it's Finn Wolfhard. He's getting yes. around, isn't he? This looks because he's coming oh, out is, in is, January. Is, he is in Stranger Things. Yeah, he's yeah, the yeah, one yeah, yeah. So I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. So this is out in January. Well, Ooh. that's going to be on our definite list of things that we definitely need so to story see. Storyline: A young governess is hired by a man who has become responsible for his young nephew and niece after the deaths of their parents. Oh, a modern take on Henry James's novella, novella, at the turn of the screw. Yes, because we saw the turn of the screw, the BBC one, and we also saw saw it was called the Uninvited. The Innocence. The Innocence. That's oh, it. I always yes. get those two oh, confused. Yes, right. The Innocence is, yes, is yeah, great. Good, that's yeah. very sort it of is very good. dreamy, mm. sort of Indian summer sort of Victorian, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, nice. Wonderful. Yeah, so we will look forward to that, and also. Um, at long last, we've mentioned this on the show over a year ago, um, that they were planning last Christmas to do the BBC, we're going to do um, the War of the Worlds. Yes. Uh, with do, Ray do, Spall. Do, 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 do. Uh, I thought it, you were doing a Furby there for a second, <laughs> I didn't realise it was Jeff Wine. <laughs> yeah, well... Um, 
Yeah, so they are doing that, but again, they're setting it back in the Victorian era as it should nice. be. Um, and they've been, yeah, it's been in production for two years or something. I've been hearing about it. Uh, finally, it's they've finished the trailer and it's coming to fruition. And it just says this autumn, so any time between well, now, now and surely now, February, it's really, it's going to yeah, be out. Yeah, no, that's um, Christmas, that's winter, I think. I, yeah. have, to, I have still not seen mm. the trailer, but. The Ooh. Colour Out of Space with Nicolas Cage. Oh, I have had. done, mm. uh, uh, has had brilliant uh, write-ups from and what I've that seen. What's about? Uh, Barney, uh, previous guest of the show, actually uh, went and saw it. And oh, has he? Oh, yes. yes, the preview. He said it's mm. amazing. Oh, cool. It's Richard Stanley, and I kind of expected him to do a good take on it, yeah. but yeah. Um, also, the music's the guy who did the music in Hereditary, which I'm oh, very pleased oh, about. Yeah. Yes. yes. And how, also, sorry, how has this already got ratings when it's not out yet? Uh, how do this, they do that? I think, I think it's anticipation Sneaky. people put stuff up as well. Yeah, or people who have worked on it possibly. Mm. Because it's like, um, but then you get the the other side of it is you get like what happened with the the Ghostbusters remake. Mm. Where what, that, really high ratings and then suddenly very no, that, low. That had, that had abysmal ratings before it had been released. Yeah. Because just oh, people, like people were just like, oh, it's going to be <laughs> shit. To be fair, it wasn't it was, great. It wasn't yeah, great, yeah. yeah. But, um, <laughs> you know. I think the trouble is... But it's, it's not fair to judge it before you've seen it's, it. It's one of those horrible moments, isn't it, where it's like the amount of hate mm. it got was, oh, you can't do Ghostbusters with a load of girls because that's shit. And then it was like, if you'd have done it well. Well, also the trouble is, is it's like it then comes out and it's shit, and you're like, I want to oh, say it's shit, but I, people I are just going to think yeah. I'm saying it's shit, yeah. and it's like it's like a charity single. You can't really <laughs> hate on it, but yeah. it was one of those. As well, like, <coughs> it, it was one of those really disappointing things mm. where I watched the first half an hour or so, and and I can't remember. It was just before bed, or I was going out or something. But I just remember I watched the first half an hour or so and was like. Yeah, this has got me. This is great. And then I went back the next night and finished it and went, no. Oh, no, it's a it horrible, horrible moment. Mm. If a film it? is shit from beginning to end, it's a shit <laughs> film and I can live you know with what that. You're getting. Yeah. But again, this is why I was so angry mm. about us. Um, mm. Which is something. What about us? <laughs> this is why, Adam, I need you to watch this. So yeah. I, we are going to have to do it. We'll do, we'll do mm. it on the thing because yeah. I really want to see it anyway. I've so, mentioned yeah. to a friend at work, um, he hasn't been on the show yet, but he definitely will, Manny. Mm. Um, because he loved uh, Get Out and I didn't make it all the way through. Mm -hmm. So I said to him, well, you like that? I said, but wait until you watch us. It's so bad. It will." And he messaged me the other day. Uh, he watched it on a flight to Malaysia. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I don't know what you're on about. It was fine. Um, so enough. I cannot wait to have the discussion. But I'm fairly certain. Um, yeah. Well, I yeah. I think, so I need you to watch it. So that we can. I thought it was all right. I mean, I thought it was quite clever. No, it and wasn't. I thought it was pretty well executed. No. I know. I mean, the ending was maybe a little bit where it suddenly gets a bit too. You know, no, over the, the top. problem is. Oh, I thought it was quite it clever. It started off what it was. I'll tell you what it felt like, and I'll go through this when we cover it on the a slap episode. In the face. It felt like the studio had said to him, "Right, you've made a massive film, and you've come out of nowhere. You've got one year to make your next one. That means you have to be finished writing it by April. You have to be finished shooting it I think by he July." Yeah. True Detective Series 2. Um, yeah. Enormous yeah. success. So they're like, right, Quick, get another do one another out. one, yeah. please. And 
oh, I, mm. that can't just it, magic well, it, it is, out. It's second air. album syndrome as well, where it's mm. like, all yeah. oh, right, well, we've been writing this album for Three five years, years. <laughs> you know, since we started the band. But hey, we'll just pull another yeah. one out. Of but air. now we'll, yeah, now we'll just drop another one, even though we've just spent a year touring this and doing fuck all, and we're sick of the sight of each other. <laughs> so, and, that, and that was what it felt like. So, like he'd kind of he'd come up with a really creepy idea, and he found ways of making it really you know like making it look creepy and he put the characters together and that was all great but then the the final act the big twist of it Got makes the entire thing yeah. impossible and oh. make no sense so well, it was like he kind of had the idea and they just rushed it that was how it felt to me yeah um, I, I know what you mean I think sometimes it's I mean it's I've said it before on here but like the, the film Wrong Turn is incredible mm. up until the last like Three minute reveal, and, and then they make it's like, a wrong turn. Oh, they do. Um, <laughs> narratively, yes, they really yeah. do. Because I'm, I'm, this is, I, I'm going to spoil it. It's been out for mm. a long time, and I still would say people watch it, mm. but I and stop I'm, it before the end. <laughs> genuinely, the ending is oh, it was all a dream. Oh, oh. did they learn nothing from Blooming Dallas? Did exactly. they not learn exactly. that that was just not acceptable? Well, it, the 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 thing that could have saved it. Was, was, you it know, wasn't really a dream. Well, he if, thought it was a dream, and done, then actually, <laughs> yeah, if they'd have done like a, a false ending in some way or whatever like mm. that, just to sort of oh question mark. But no, they just decided oh yeah, yeah. it's a dream. Yeah. And it was all like oh, out. you know, that is yeah. such a cheap way of getting out of wrapping anything up. No. It really is, and I think it's it's almost it's almost on a par with it's like. We, we know the effects are shit, so we're going to get one of the characters to say the effect. That looks unconvincing as oh, a monster. No. And it's like, or you could just make a convincing monster, please. Yeah. So, or shoot, or shoot it better. <laughs> you know. What, like literally? Yeah. yeah. Shoot it and shoot start it. again. Just, yeah. We shot the effects, man. Yeah, so that was my problem with us. So, uh, yeah, so we ne we definitely need to watch it. Maybe yeah. we should make it the next episode after the Burbs because yeah, because the Burbs has got. I'm them. boiling over to talk about how many plot holes, and I'm not one who plot generally sees burbs. plot oh, holes. Yeah. No, oh. in us, you. Oh, how's it got linked to the Burbs? Oh no, no, no the Burbs has no, just been a long time. Coming. <laughs> okay. We've been promising our listeners that we're going to be watching yeah. the Burbs next. Oh, for about I see. A month. Yeah. It's the only reason <laughs> someone are tuning in, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we just all we keep getting is messages from people yeah. going, "Hey Where? Goober, where's the birds?" Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Well, let's put it in. Let's plan it. We've already planned it. We've been saying for the last three episodes. You haven't. And then your brother. Apparently, you haven't. Yeah, but Chris selfishly had to move or be imprisoned. We're not sure which. <laughs> both. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely both. Um, so it, it's yeah. So we've been saying it's our next episode, but because Chris wasn't here, we didn't want to do it. So we've put in two different episodes in the meantime but the burbs is the next episode um and then after that i think us right. should definitely okay. be we'll do, us. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We'll do some planning um, that'll be good actually because yeah. it'll give me chance to um because i've still not seen get out um properly so it'll give me a chance to watch that as well because i know that that is currently on netflix so, yeah see so. i might go back and give it another try because i know people raved about it but well, also you're now appreciating what jordan peele is doing with the twilight zone but am I is the problem mm. see this is the if it's the one you, that he had a big hand in I didn't really yeah like he's got a big hand like swollen <laughs> like catcher's mitt <laughs> is he in this then is that what I'm saying Jordan Peele wrote Get Out Jennifer. oh well, I don't know that I thought he was an actor because he was acting in well he acting he was being the person he talking. was being Jordan Peele <laughs> 
Hello. Stop plasters acting. Hi, I'm Jordan Peele. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't really tell me who he was. I, I did. I said he wrote Get Out and Us, did which you? were both awful. So I don't know why oh, we're going to watch Twilight okay. Zone, but let's give it a go. Oh, oh yeah, Get Out was all right though. Again, you know. Was it? Was yeah, it good it enough right. that we watched the first forty minutes and the next night I said, "Shall we watch the rest of this?" And you went, "No, I don't really care." We watched and I it. Said we exactly did. We finished same. it. No, we didn't. Oh no! It's this. All right. In my head, even though I've got it up on IMDb and I'm looking at it, I was thinking it was the one where they sneak around the house in the dark and the guy's blind and it's dark. Don't breathe. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Get out. You're right. We haven't finished it. There's, there's no. a lot of film. Mm. That's the trouble. Is there was a glut of films around about the same the time that all came out bit. with two. Yeah. Like, yeah. Get out. Don't breathe. Yes, yes. It yeah. follows. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Quiet. Place. Yeah. 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 <laughs> two names. That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Mm. Yeah. So we'll not like crypt house haunting whereas that is memorable haunting you, go, you go that is it's about memorable the haunting of you didn't remember it I said it two fucking minutes ago but get out is too vague isn't it get out of what but two tickets for doom bastard straight, <laughs> yeah, off, straight yeah, off the top see of the that combat. I will not forget there you go <laughs> right it's time to wrap this up not... right uh, thanks ever so much for listening ladies and gentlemen hopefully as we say Chris will be back with us next week and we will well next oh, yes, fortnight next, yeah. and we'll be back to normal but um... <laughs> or abnormal whatever uh, whatever <laughs> whatever that yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So thanks ever so much for listening, uh, and don't forget send us your hashtag Ask Welcome to Horror Questions. Um, we've currently only got one in the bank, so if you send us one, you could have your oh, answer question two in the bank within Ooh. a month. And um, also thank you because we cracked ten thousand. Yes. Woo! So thank you everyone. We'll we'll have a proper celebration also when Chris is back as well. And sort of, yeah, yeah. But thank you, you everyone. Listening. Yeah, all of our yeah, all of the listeners who are out there who listen regularly, thank you so much. This has been uh And yeah, if this is your first one, thank you. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, and if this is your first one and you're you don't normally listen and you've just listened because of uh Invader Zim and you have Brilliant. children, Good. sorry about all the swearing. Um Yeah, maybe we should have pointed that out at the start. But I, never mind. No, I meant to, but then no. I was too keen to talk about Invader Zim. So yeah, yeah, well, it's fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> excellent, right, thanks ever so much. Have a can, good evening. Can we finish on the Doom song? Morning. Doom, 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 doom